Nick Gates. Yes. Um, what do you like about him as a player? How capable is he? Um, what I like about Nick Gates as a player is, first of all, he's, he's a tough guy. He plays with athleticism and balance. Um, conceptual player. He kind of does everything you ask him to do. And so I like everything about him. I think he's got the, the mental makeup and he's got some physical tools. And what he needs the most as any young player, he needs to play more. He needs to play what he did in the preseason and all the different positions he played. He played all five positions in the preseason. So he shows a lot of promise. And I'm glad we have him. You guys have had so much consistency this year on the line. How do you think uh, the various injuries and the substitutions will affect you? Well, we'll see, what, we'll see what happens come game day and who's up and who's not up. I mean, the bottom line is every single week, everybody's got injuries. And at every position, including the offensive line, you've got to put five guys out there you need to win with. So basically, you're always coaching two offensive lines, the one that you're getting ready to play on Sunday and the one you may have to play next Sunday. So, that, I mean, I've been coaching Nick Gates, and I've been coaching Evan Brown, and I've been coaching Spencer Pooley, and I've been coach, coaching uh, Slade and Eric Smith for those guys. So that when they do have – all of a sudden, I didn't start coaching him this week. I've been coaching that guy for months so that when he is at time to step in, you have to do that. And every position has to do that. You have to be always proactive because, as we know, the game of football, especially in the NFL, is a game of injury. And your next man has to always be up. But it's my job to make sure when that next guy comes up that I've got him prepared and I didn't wait till, wait till this past Wednesday to start getting a guy ready. Why are um, – we talked all along about – P.O. and Pulley, how you guys felt like you mm -hmm. had six starters instead Correct. of five. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious from a player standpoint, how different is Spencer Pulley than P.O. and what do you expect, if you do expect anything different from I don't him? expect anything different. I mean, P.O. played really good for us last year. I went back and watched a couple of the games from last year just to look at him and, and see how he, how he played last year. Um, he's a smart player. He's a tough player. He's probably bigger and stronger than he's ever been. I've kind of monitored these guys, how they've, they've progressed, and he is actually about nine to ten pounds heavier. He's a lot stronger, so I expect more physical play out of him. Um, he's a cerebral player. He's a functional player. He plays with athleticism. Honestly, we should not, we, I don't expect to miss a beat. To say that you're going to miss a beat, I think, is making an excuse. I expect, for, I expect that he will play and demand that he will play every bit as good as Pio did. That's what I expect. That's what he has to do for us to win. There's no excuse while well, he's not, you know, uh-uh, you go out and play. How overall, how do you can you just assess your run blocking and pass blocking? What you liked about it and what you think can get better? Okay, the one the one thing that I think is really important is within the concept in terms of the say in terms of the run game. There's usually ten guys involved in a run game. First and foremost is the offensive line. We bear the most burden, and then with that is the tight ends and the fullbacks and the receivers and the running back and all those things come together, and. The thing that disappoints me the most right now is you, uh, normally in each play we are like one block away. We've got four guys doing something right, or we've got seven, eight guys doing something, and one guy's doing something wrong, and that one guy makes the play. And you look on the other side of the coin on defense, you could have seven guys getting blocked, and one guy skirts through and makes a tackle for a one-yard gain, and like, what a great defensive play. And that's, that's the problem right now. But I think for, for to run the football, which I've said before, is the hardest thing to do in the game of football against overloaded boxes, there is no room for error. Everybody, it, it, it's, it's a lot of one-on-one -on -one or two-on-two -two matchups, and you have to, through your assignment and your fundamentals, you have to execute. To say that I'm pleased with the run blocking right now, I'd be lying. I'm not, I'm not pleased with the run blocking until we're rushing the ball for, you know, a buck 20 a game. 
And so what's the issue right now? It ain't, it's not preparation, it's not want to, it's not effort. What it is, when, it, when the rubber hits the road and you're in that one-on-one -on -one fist fight with that guy up front, do you technically outmatch him and beat him or does he beat you? And that's what offensive line play is. It's 75 one-on-one -on -one fist fights every single game. Same thing in a pass pro. You know, an offensive lineman, we average 70 snaps a game. A guy like Nate Solder, we'll go back to this past week because he's been the guy that has struggled at times. So he came back, he probably out of 75 snaps, he probably graded positive on 65 snaps. And he had one bad play. But that right there, that bad play, that can't happen. Whereas a defensive lineman can get blocked for 65 plays and he gets a tackle for a loss, a pressure, and a sack, and he had a great game. But that's the difference between offense and defensive line play. Offensive line play is all about consistency. We don't have to make a great play. We're not throwing a touchdown pass or making a long run. But what we have to be is consistent, play after play after play, and block our guy. And if we do, if we do get beat, you're going to get beat. I mean, you're not going to win every single play. But if you do get beat, it's, it can't be a disaster play. It can't be a play where they cut a guy loose and he comes in and smashes the quarterback, where he tackles the back for a lie. It can't be a no-hitter. You know, that, that's, that, that can't happen. That's just the, that's the consistency of offensive line play. And it has to be there every single deal. And so again, as we continue to move and f go in the right direction, we have to continue to play with more consistency, um, basically fundamentally, because there's not been a lot of breakdown schematically. And so, and it starts with me. I take the burden on these guys. I, I take the forefront. It's my job to coach the players. Uh, let, me, let me see how I put this. Coaches coach and players play. But it's the job of the coach and the player to work together to try to get the right outcome. Just like teachers teach and students learn, but you work together so they can succeed. So that's, that's on me. So I, you know, we, that's, the, that's the, what we have, and that's how we're working at it.